everybody and welcome to an all-new episode of Road Trip After Hours. I'm your host, Mac Davis, along with my WWE Hall of Famer co-host, Mr. Teddy Long. Today, our special guest is Eric Bischoff. Now, I want to explain why you're seeing this selfie video thing of Bob I'm doing right now. It's because when we first got on the phone with Eric, Eric and Teddy started talking about tacos and margaritas. We hadn't started recording yet, but I pushed the record button anyhow. So we're going to pick it up from there. Margaritas and tacos, Teddy Long, Eric Bischoff, and myself. This is Road Trip After Hours. Enjoy. show of all the Turner shows Teddy and I got to, to do it together and I was still young and learning and I don't know Teddy how long you'd been on camera but we'd always do them on Friday nights and we, it was always at towards the end of the day so probably nine times out of ten on Friday nights Teddy would Teddy and I would go out and get some margaritas and some happy hour taco chips and Mexican food at Casa Gallarda <laughs> Now, that's the story that he usually tells me about. Uh, that he used to go with you to get tacos and cheap margaritas. Yeah, uh, big, I mean, big margaritas, too. You could take a bath <laughs> in them. <laughs> <laughs> no, they wouldn't keep margaritas. They were like they were like the big uh, monster, they called them back then. And they think they were like four bucks, man. <laughs> right. But, uh, but you only needed out. about two of them, and you were just done. <laughs> you know what was good yeah. about that, Teddy? What was so good about that is when I first moved to Atlanta, when you and I were started to work together, um, Lori and I, my wife, only had one car between us. So she would drive me to the CNN Center in the morning and then pick me up at night. So on Friday, she didn't have to drive all the way into downtown because we lived over in uh, Mableton. So she just drive up the road and pick me up at at Casa Gallarda, and I didn't have to drive, so I could I could let loose. <laughs> yeah, and the other thing too, uh, I was going to remind Eric too, man, when we was doing those international markets, man, I don't know whether 
they were picking on us or what. But I swear to God that we could <laughs> never get anything right. There was always this. We had to do this over. There were some nights that Eric and myself stayed there to 1130, almost midnight, trying to record these vignettes, man. I'm telling you, it was it was unreal. Eric, yeah. I know that uh, you have answered a ton of questions, covered a lot of topics on the shows and all the podcasts that you do. Let me ask you, is there something, a topic that you're surprised that no one ever asked you about that you've always wanted to talk about that you always thought to yourself, you know, I wish somebody would ask me about this because nobody's ever asked. And there's a great story behind it. I don't think so. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm not surprised, to be honest with you, because I, as much as you've had, you know, but but oftentimes people and somebody just asked me this the other day. Somebody made a point of saying, wow, when you, I know you've answered that question a million times, but every time you answer it, it sounds like you've never answered it before. <laughs> and part of that is because, you know, when people ask questions, it's usually in the context of other questions or in a group setting or whatever, you know, very few people will ask me a question sitting in a restaurant or standing at the bar, right? And oftentimes those questions will come from a different perspective. It'll be a part of another story or part of an a situation that we've been discussing. So depending on the context, sometimes I feel like I'm answering it the first time, even if I'm not. Are there stories that the dirt sheets, and I know how much you love Dave Meltzer. Uh, that's, that's kind of uh, no knowledge that you're not a big fan. Uh, <laughs> are there stories that the dirt sheets missed back in the WCW days? Things that you're like, man, I'm glad they didn't get a hold of this. Oh, yeah. Well, if there was, I'm not going to discuss it now. <laughs> what the hell? Nice try, man. I got your number, brother. <laughs> well, now, of course, the, the show we have here is Road Trip After Hours. A lot of times people assume that just the wrestlers have these road stories. You travel those roads, too. From your perspective, were there any great road stories uh, that you had that you recall? Not really. You know, I mean, I did travel a lot for business, but I didn't travel like wrestlers, you know? Yeah. Um, it wasn't like I was on the road four nights or four days a week and driving from town to town with three other guys and all that. I, I never experienced that. I was fortunate that way because that's a grind that just sucks the life right out of you. I don't know that I could get through it. I don't know if I'm tough enough to get through that yeah. for any length of time, at least and come out in one piece. That, that I'm pretty sure I know. <laughs> um, but most of my travel was business, you know, flying from town to town or flying to meetings and flying to TV and back. So I don't really have, and, and believe it or not, I know the, the narrative out there is, oh, Eric like to hang around with the boys. But the only time I hung around with the boys was after Nitro, and we'd all go to the hotel bar because the replay yep. started airing about the time we got back to the hotel. So you could kind of sit back and watch the show and it felt like you were watching it live. So I always hung around with everybody then, but as a rule, when I traveled, especially I, I prefer to be, prefer to be by myself. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, I think we all do. Even uh, Teddy and I, when we travel, it's uh, we prefer to have separate rooms and we don't want to, you know, you, you want to be by yourself. You just reach a certain age. You're like the hell with that. So <laughs> let me ask you also uh, in today's current wrestling product, uh, thoughts on CM Punk and Seth Rollins, uh, their promo from Monday Night Raw just this past week. Uh, did you get a chance to see that? I didn't see it live. I've, I've since seen clips and, and well aware of it for, for sure. 
Let, let me ask you, do you see, because this is how I took it when I saw it uh, happening in the ring, I felt like WWE has taken what AEW should have done with the situation they had in front of them many months and years ago now uh, with CM Punk, and now they're putting it on WWE TV for everyone to see, because the heat is real in a lot of ways, and they're bringing it to TV that AEW should have done. Is, do you agree with that? Do you see that correlation at all? Yeah, I mean, I haven't been watching it. I mean, I, I, I'm well aware, I guess, pretty aware of what they're doing with Punk. Haven't really set him in a direction, although it, we're leading into Seth Rollins. It yes. seems to be you know, fairly apparent to everybody. That's that's cool. But I, there's more there's more going on with him right now than meets the eye. There's something behind the way he's delivering his promos. This is just me. I'm not talking to anybody, but he's almost coming across too well. He's coming across like the guy that got thrown out of the frat. He was on probation and now he's coming back and he's just working extra hard to make sure everybody thinks he's a good guy. <laughs> and I fucking that's, love it. I love a, that. That's a story there, Eric. Because, because <laughs> if he gets everybody kind of convinced and he really establishes himself and I'm a team player and I'm just happy to be home and this is my home. And I you don't, know, yeah. Freaking right. Come on now. I, I, I see something nefarious happening sometime in the near future. I and know look, that I don't know what I don't know what here's here's what I will say. You know, that's the only thing I know about what WWE is currently doing. Yeah. As far as AEW goes, I, I mean, they, they just. They kind of shit the bed from the get go. You know, there I don't think there was really a good plan in place. I don't think there was a story in place, an arc in place. I, I don't feel like it was anything other than, whoa, he's here and he's going to work with the young guys and he's going to do this he's gonna, and he's here. But I never really got the vibe. And, I, you know, to be fair, I, you know, I don't watch that show. You know, I can't sit down and watch an hour or two of it. I just can't. I'd rather chew off. Um, my yeah. But um, I just don't think there was a plan for him. And I think that probably frustrated him. It probably frustrated a lot of other people. He was making big bank there, probably more than anybody else. And it just wasn't working. And, you know, Teddy, once things are not working and everybody's <laughs> getting frustrated and fading the heat, and it's, it goes downhill fast. Now, there's a possibility they could lose MJF because there are rumors that he's still a free agent, although I thought I had also heard that he had signed a contract a while back. But uh, if he hasn't, can Tony Khan afford to lose MJF? Because most of his key players have all gone to WWE and being used in the right way. I would imagine sooner or later, because you had to go through this a little bit in WCW with WWE. How much of a problem is that going to be become? I, look, MGF, I, I've been seeing this since, I don't know, for three years. Uh, I, I, th I think the world of his work, I, 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 he's young. I, I, I wish I wouldn't be seeing quite as much of the real MJF, so much of it in social media, because I kind of like that dastardly heel guy. Yeah. I, wa I want to believe in that guy. 
And when I keep hearing about all the great things he's doing and who he really is, and, and I believe them all to be true. I've met him and talked to him and I have a world of respect for him, but I just, I wish I wouldn't be seeing quite as much of that. But I think to lose a guy like MJF right now, could he afford it? Sure. Tony can afford anything. He's not financially responsible to anybody, but himself He's spending his inheritance. Yeah. It's just up to him how much he wants to spend. So he could survive it financially, but I think way beyond the financial aspect of it, I think the audience would be so demoralized. They would lose faith and in, in, in so much so that I, I think, you know, Tony would chances are he'd lose them. And I don't think he'd get the audience back. I just, I just don't think he would because he's burned up his goodwill. I was yeah. surprised by the uh, audience response when CM Punk kind of acknowledged AEW in a roundabout way during the promo and it fell on deaf ears. Not a single, hardly anybody in that audience gave a flip about what he was talking about. Didn't even know what he was just talking about. And uh, that's a perception issue with the audience and the fans. And uh, that, like you say, I think that will get worse. Teddy, I'm sorry. I've been going on anything you need to hop in here with. No, that's okay, man. Uh, you know, we're talking good stuff here. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of like Eric. I don't watch AEW. I mean, I, I tried to look at a couple of things and then, you know, it just turned me away. So I'm just saying, you know, like I said in the past, and I still say this, there's no leadership there. And uh, and until they get some leadership there, then I think things may get worse or they may get better. Who knows? And like I said, we're just wasting a lot of air talking about them. So what I'm going to talk about is the, the good thing that Eric Bischoff did for me uh, back when I first got started after refereeing started managing. Uh, Eric was there, gave me my first break. I had a chance to manage uh, Ice Train. Uh, Eric was responsible for that. Oh, yeah. And uh, I just, you know, and uh, I just want to thank him, you know, because right now I'm glad I'm alive and able to thank the people that, you know, gave me help back in the day. And Eric Bischoff was one of those people. So, Eric, thank you very much. Well, Teddy, thank you for saying that, man. I mean, it, it, it makes me feel good. It really does. But, you know, you had the talent and we were friends and I loved working with you and I knew your work ethic. And, you know, I didn't really give you anything. You know, that's all you, brother. And I'm, I'm just glad we got a chance to work together. And you're one of those people. You know, I, I tell this to people all the time. It's like I have this thing where on Thanksgiving and Christmas, I want to wish Teddy happy Thanksgiving or Merry Christmas before he gets to me. Right. <laughs> and you and you got I think you got me last year. I believe you got me I, too. I set my alarm. <laughs> I, I said, I'm gonna get him before he wakes up, you know, my family and going through the you know, so I, I thought I'm just gonna set my alarm for like five thirty in the morning. Before you let you go, I gotta know an update on the hair. Um, am I not wrong that you had a bet with Conrad about your hair and uh, CM Punk going to WWE? Well, I, I've had two of them. I've had two bets. I had one, I don't know, it was last June or something. We made the bet probably in March or April, and I lost. It was a CM Punk bet. I don't know what it is. And I'm usually right. Like all the predictions I make about AEW, I'm right 83.7, 83.78%. As of right now, I am on the freaking money. It's like I have a crystal ball and I can look at it and I can make wrestling predictions and I'm right 83.7% of the time. But on this particular case, now two in a row involving CM Punk, I lost the first bet and at a top guy event, you know, that we have for our ad free shows fans, um, I got my head shaved in the middle of the ring. 
by a fan, somebody that don't, one guy donated $10,000 to wow. Shane. Yeah. Cause the proceeds went to St. Jude's children's hospital Very and good. the St. Jude's children's hospital actually saved this fan's life. And he told the story and he's gone on to do very well for himself. So that's why he donated the 10 grand. But then wow. recently, you know, CM Punk leaves, he gets fired, whatever, leaves AEW. Everybody's going, oh, is he going to go to WWE? And I'm, and I'm saying, I don't think so. Could, you know, it's WWE. Yep. Hell, they brought me in. What the fuck? You know, <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> but, but I didn't think they would. And I said, if they do bring him in, I don't think they'll bring him into Royal Rumble because that would be an awesome way to bring him in, right? Yep. Complete surprise. Oh. But um, so I was convinced. So Conrad said, no, I bet you. I bet you he comes in before the end of the year. I said, all right, I'll take that bet. He goes, bet your hair. I said, man, we, we just did that. I got my head shaved. Everybody knows what that looks like. He said, no, this time we're going to do it Road Warrior Hawk style. Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> so I, I'm going to get a Road Warrior. Hawk head shave with this white hair I have, which is going to be really <laughs> freaky as hell. I can't wait to get on the airplane. <laughs> well, do you know when that's going to take place? Uh, end of January, Royal Rumble weekend. All right. And tell us uh, again where everybody can find you when social media uh, is concerned. Yeah, I'm at uh, Twitter or X. I call it Twix. Tw so you <laughs> I know. like that, actually. I like that. Yeah. Take it, please. Okay. Hashtag Twix. Um, yeah, at E. Bischoff. I think I'm on Instagram at the real Eric Bischoff, and I'm on Facebook. So there you go. All righty. I've enjoyed it, Eric, and uh, I appreciate you taking the time. I know I reached out to a mutual friend of ours, and uh, and when he reached to you, you immediately must have said yes because he sent me a message back within like five minutes. Uh, so I certainly appreciate you coming on the show. Teddy and I are working hard trying to build uh, subscribers and viewers, and people like you who give us the time uh, certainly make a difference. So thank you so much. Well, yeah, you uh, hit me up when you promote this thing or whatever, and I'll retweet it. And you guys got my number now. You don't have to yes. go through anybody if you want to do something. Okay. Tell me want to do it just give me a shout we'll do it all right thank you so much eric and happy holidays brother all right thank you guys merry christmas hey merry say christmas. hello to the family man because you know i knew those they're grown now but you know i knew when they were little bitty babies man <laughs> i will tell you i will <laughs> yeah. have all a good right, one man. thank you eric thank you.